Hello, everyone. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And this is of Myths and Men podcast. Today's episode, we're talking about diversity. And we're using the new CBS show, Star Trek Discovery, as a way to kind of broaden that subject and helping you sharpen your skill sets when it comes to diversity. Through the fun of Star Trek and this new show, we're going to talk about five different ways that men can build strength through diversity and understanding diversity. Yeah, we want dudes to understand that variety is the spice of life. And what would this world look like if the only spice we had was salt? Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. It'd be real dry and pruney and, right. you know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just that's not what we're looking for, right? <laughs> so we want you guys to understand that variety is good, diversity is good, and psychological dysfunction comes in when you live in a stagnant, plain, same one world. So hopefully you guys enjoy the show. Please tune in and always give us feedback. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, our Facebook page, wherever you can find us. We are Missing Men Podcast. We're on iTunes, too. iTunes, too. Talk to you soon. Welcome to a Myths and Men podcast, recorded live in Atlanta, Georgia. On this show, you enjoy candid conversations for men, by men, about men's issues with an amazing twist. By exploring the arts, music, games, and film, our aim is to help men better understand themselves and navigate through life's daily challenges in order to become happier and more successful. I'm your co-host, John Parker. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Daniel P. David. And this is of Myths and Men. Hey, 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 all our mythites out there. Like Good morning. Time. Yeah, mythites. <laughs> oh, nice. That I works. like that. It just came up to me. All right. It came up to me. It just came to me <laughs> <laughs> right now. I just pictured a little elevator there coming up inside your head. <laughs> <laughs> it happened as soon as I started speaking. I said, oh, that's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> so hello, mythites out there. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And this is another wonderful episode of, of Myths and Men podcast. Yes. Uh, we're excited to be here as always. Hope you all enjoy what we have coming up. This is kind of a um, part two or an extension of our last conversation that was recorded uh, live in Las Vegas at the Star Trek convention. Yes, uh, at the Luxor Hotel. Well, we were there yeah. at the Luxor. Yeah. Beautiful hotel, yeah. right? And then, of course, uh, the whole Star Trek world was uh, at the Rio. The Rio. Yes. Yeah, it was yes. good time. It was awesome. It was definitely good. Um, Basically, we have been waiting with bated breath is that the term right yeah um for this new star trek discovery to come out um and it's it's funny um you know you just can't you just can't have greatness you know you just right. can't be great without it being some controversy right um and one of the things that kind of struck us as odd is there's a undercurrent an undertone a backlash of sorts that has resulted from the casting uh, the <laughs> of all things, right? Right. The, the casting, right? Um, that is happening with the new too many Klingons. Oh, if that was only the issue, right? If right. That was or maybe one. too many Vulcans. Mm, no, nah, you're getting warmer. Uh, okay. You, you're getting closer. Uh, I wonder. Um, uh, is there a new species that we don't know about? Too <laughs> there's, many. There's a new species being represented that wasn't too, represented. Too many frogs. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Uh, too many. Uh, I always want to call them Furbies, man. Furbies. Uh, uh with the the. the the, the little guys, the little furry guys. Oh, uh, the Tribbles? The Tribbles, The, man. Tribbles. the little I, Tribbles. They should get their own Star Trek show. They should. Actually, right? Just the Attack minutes. of the shrivel. <laughs> Tribbles. <laughs> oh, man. We're, we're having a good time with such a serious situation, man. I know. People I are know. upset, man, that there isn't enough representation of white men. Right. Yeah, that's kind of sad. I think that people just uh, feel threatened, mm. and I think... We should talk about that. Yeah. In in our show today, what's what's ahead for people in 
the world of men and psychotherapy and psychology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today we're kind of just running through the idea of what it means to live in diversity. Um, what does it look like to accept diversity? And we're going to talk about five ways to develop strength or to succeed through diversity. Right, absolutely. Uh, we're, we're using, you know, we're being lighthearted as we do, just, just using the idea that there's internet backlash um, again from the, the casting of the show. And really it just shows a greater depiction and problem um, that exists in at least American culture. I'm sure it extends to other places, mm -hmm. um, but the issue that people run into when they don't feel as if they're being included. Right. Um, and it's right. not necessarily uh, white men being upset that they're not being represented in Star Trek. It's a, it's a bigger issue with men in general, with people right. in general, when they feel as if who they are isn't being developed properly or shown mm -hmm. properly in something that they care about. I, I feel the same way when it comes to comic book representation. I feel like over the years, comic book companies have been getting better at having a better spectrum of lead roles, lead characters, even villains, and including people of color and women and different things or whatever and showing them in different light. And so I understand the need and the want to be represented in something that you like, right, or right, something that you right. want to watch. But we have to be careful not to go too far um, and make something exist that doesn't exist. I don't think the lack of diversity is a thing that's ever been an issue for Star Trek. No, not at all. Gene Roddenberry intentionally made the Star Trek, um, you know, the Enterprise filled with all kinds of uh, people of culture, people of color, and different backgrounds, not only um, white, Eth um, white people mm -hmm. but also even different you know we had scotty who was from yeah. scotland right, he wasn't right, right. he wasn't american right, right, right? Yeah, yeah. whereas in you know back in the day in, in the 60s it was all about american superiority over mm -hmm. russia and and the soviet union mm -hmm. and um so they included different nationalities mm -hmm. they also included different um ethnicities mm -hmm. uh and you know had uh sulu and uhura mm -hmm. and um, others that were uh, from different um, backgrounds of Vulcan, you yeah, know. Yeah. So Gene Roddenberry was very intentional about this this starship uh, enterprise being multi-ethnic, multi-national mm -hmm. uh, national, um, uh, uh, starship. Yeah. And, you know, it, it goes back to back when the uh, lunar, uh, you know, NASA was... Um, landing people on the moon, you know, that big picture, uh, when they t were on the moon and they looked back at the earth, you know, just like as we look at the moon mm -hmm. from the earth mm -hmm. and they saw this blue marble mm -hmm. floating in this black sky, yeah. right. Yeah. in this black universe. Um, um, and realized we're all on, on a starship yeah. basically. Right. Right. And there's no no need for division. You can't see the borders. Uh, you know, <laughs> right. this isn't somebody's globe hanging in the sky. You know, it's like it was a blue marble, mm -hmm. and there were no boundaries or borders, and you know, no differences. We we're all on this one planet, mm -hmm. right? And so the Enterprise was uh, was a s symbol of that planet Earth. Mm -hmm. You know. And that we're all together. So I really loved Gene Roddenberry's vision. And as a kid, I, I used to read Star Trek books all the time. Sometimes I would uh, pretend I was sick. There you go. Okay, <laughs> mommy, I have a tummy ache, and yeah. uh, you know, have whip out my uh, Star Trek books underneath okay. and just live in the world. I was concerned about what you go to whip out. Like, whip out. Okay, the book. Okay. Yes, right. uh, whipping out my Star Trek books and <laughs> and reading them. 
uh, because like everyone, we fantasize about being different, right? And 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 like you know having these experiences, yeah. these adventures, yeah, like yeah. in the hero's journey, we talk about. So, mm-hmm. so yes. So, I think you know um, Star Trek has appealed to this one demographic i think we should talk about for a moment you know um i a lot of people always target these um young males usually white uh young males because uh that seem to have been you know like the way to uh, maybe sell more products or you know get um guys involved but in reality we have to understand that you know we we were given it we were done into i guess Mm -hmm. or done a number Mm -hmm. um just by being targeted Mm -hmm. you know so often and so uh, it's unfortunate that that became the norm you know which isn't the way the world really is you know and that we don't have anything to lose we don't have to be afraid um because we're all all, we're all in it together it's funny i think the idea with that is the it's now my so for instance like you think about i think about old spice right i feel like there was a point in time (laughs) where old spice i don't even know i don't wear old spice i don't know what scale of like quality versus whatever (laughs) old spice is right but really bad right right (laughs) but in my mind old spice up until recently this is my point old spice was like some white man or old white man's deodorant or cologne of choice right and so now with the new branding with Terry Crews and the, you know the the guy the black the black guy that rides the the unicorn backwards you know whatever that's going on in those commercials it seems like it's it's the gears have shifted and I think because of Axe body uh body spray right, and all that yes, other stuff yeah. they changed their marketing and opened up the demographics so it wasn't just some old stiff boat that Captain Jack Sparrow was driving, you know, that made right. Old Spice. Now it's this black guy in the shower with his muscles flexing or mm-hmm. it's Von Miller, you know, different things. And mm-hmm. so I could see as if somebody was like, oh, they're ruining our product. They've taken our da-da-da from us. And now Old Spice is for everyone, you know what I'm saying? Because you, it's been, like you're saying, it's been marketed to a particular group of people. Right. And now when that thing gets marketed to someone else, it could be attention of it's not for me anymore. Right. 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 And so you get this false narrative that never existed, especially in the Star Trek world. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I have a solution to that. Okay. Use Irish Spring soap <laughs> and eat Lucky Charms. <laughs> and you'll feel okay. There you go. <laughs> you'll be a leprechaun. <laughs> as long as it comes with a pot of gold, right. I'm right. okay with that. Yeah, right. That exactly. Is- so... <laughs> So, you know, so in the Star Trek world, mm-hmm. especially this uh, new show coming up, mm-hmm. Discovery, I, I mean, I'm excited. I'm, uh, yeah. I, I'm really, really, I can't wait. Yeah. The only problem is I don't know why we have to pay for it. You know, <laughs> that really sucks, you know. That's why the show might not work because right. nobody can see it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Like, I hope they don't drive it into the ground just yeah. because everyone has to pay for it. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about the cast and the crew. And when we were at the the uh, Star Trek convention, we saw we actually saw the uniforms, yeah, right? We yeah. saw the props. Yeah, yeah. Um, we Just, got to actually get up close to them, yeah. and they were, I mean, smoking hot. They yeah. were really nice. Yeah. I, and I thought, wow, I, I wanted a couple of those outfits I was, myself. I'm surprised I haven't seen you in one. Yet. <laughs> I could see you in your. I'm office. waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'd be part of the psychology crew. What is it? Uh, what crew is it? This the psychology and the uh, psychological testing for the enterprise. Uh, oh, the counselors. Counselors, yeah. We're just counselors. Yeah, like okay. Counselor Troy. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, like from the next generation. Yeah, yeah. we would have to come in here, come up with our own symbols, and yes, just wear those every day in the yes, office. Right. That would yes, right. Yes, I'm gonna do a, uh, a Vulcan uh, mind meld right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not give you money, sir. Get out of my mind. Uh, sorry, that was real geek right there. But uh, that's okay. <laughs> All right, so tell me, so we, we, in again in our dis, our excitement and our discovery of discovery and trying to figure out what's going on, we've we've come to find out that the new Star Trek has been dubbed Star Trek Diversity as right. opposed to Star oh, Trek. Oh yeah, Discovery. discovery. I didn't right. know that. That's yeah. cool. Right. Yeah. Hey, it's cool for us, but right. they, people are trying to be funny. People right? are trying to. I'm <laughs> certain people are going to be upset. But right. you know, there is a whole psychology around mm-hmm. um, diversity that I think if men um are whoever who's ever listening at this point um if you want to be successful in life if you want to be um you know uh, a, a strong individual man and and really uh succeed in this world i think we have to really embrace diversity we have to learn and understand the psychology of mm-hmm. of diversity why it's so important why do we need it mm-hmm. And um, and and really get away from just this fear that something is different and yeah. and it's going to take over and we won't be able to relate. Right. And diversity isn't about something being taken from you. It's about things being added to you. Yes, absolutely. Um, and we'll definitely talk about it at the end as we as we wrap things up. But yeah, we just we just felt like this was acro pro, if that's the right word. This was appropriate uh, right. conversation to have in in light of the the first issue that came to being was the trolling was the the internet was the bashing of something that no one's seen because the show is not out right Right, so you you, you can't judge the show on the merit of its acting on the merit of its uh i don't know problems its flaws you know there's there's nothing that people have had to to grasp at to talk bad about the show outside of the diversity piece and so there's actually been panels after panels after panels and i think the cast even discussed it at I don't know if it was San Diego Comic Con, but a, a recent convention. Right, it where, was a Comic Con. Yeah, but I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah, where the cast was directly asked about this issue of diversity and why it's such a big deal. And uh, one of the uh, the actors, uh, Akiva Goldsman, uh, was on the panel, and the thing that he kind of brought out was saying that the biggest issue is, and this is a quote uh, from the actual panel. Um, it talks about the the internet culture mm-hmm. um, and the mm-hmm. problem with internet culture that exists now. And he says, quote, it spoke more to what's happening culturally on the Internet than Star Trek, Mm -hmm. because Star Trek is all about how we hold hands and go forward together. Yes, absolutely. That's the Roddenberry theme. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like um, I I just think that as we have seen in the past few years, that Internet culture uh, has become vicious Mm -hmm. and and I don't think it's healthy. I, I think that there's a lot of benefit. Obviously, there's. Uh, you know, it's all changed us somehow. Um, but because we don't actually have to see, like you and I are sitting together, we're looking at each other, talking and enjoying this program. But, you know, we, we, we consult with one another. We, we work together and, um, you know, we can, we can be honest with mm-hmm. one, with one another. I think on the internet, um, people hide behind mm-hmm. the internet and they let out their dark side, their mm-hmm. shadow side, you know? Shadow, yes. yes. And, yeah, yeah. you know, I've always believed, I did a paper on um, 
uh, Carl Jung's uh, collective unconscious, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, there's this benefit that we're getting from all of this, these computers, and all the all of us getting together and having this global consciousness. But there's a shadow side to it too. Yeah. And you know, in our in our most recent history um, in the, our country, you know, we're seeing the shadow that mm-hmm. that was always there. Yeah. But it, it's finally coming out, and mm-hmm. so I think America is going to have to do some real good psychological shadow work, yeah, and yeah, yes. we can really get into that, yeah. you know. But coming to Star Trek and uh, the whole idea of a diversity on this uh, on, on this um, uh, starship, right? I think is is doing some of that shadow work. Yeah. Right. It's kind of saying, okay, we've got to deal with this Mm -hmm. and we can't hide um, behind the Internet and just be a radical and 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 and, you know, mean spirited. And I'm going to say that on both sides. Okay, Mm -hmm. so, you know, on the conservatives, uh, you know, ultra conservative, ultra liberal sides, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of bashing each other around and it's just mean nastiness and this is the shadow that's coming out you know um and anybody listening to this if you really want to get into it you know look up a lot about um information about uh carl jung Mm -hmm. um who was a a contemporary of freud and uh you know try to understand what shadow work is really about yeah Uh, and i and i commend the cast for for speaking up right because oftentimes you'll you hit the back. I mean, they had the same thing for Star Wars, um, uh, The Force Awakens when it came out. You know, a lead female, a, a lead black guy, Poe Dimron looking like, you know, ethnic, and maybe he was Middle East, you know what I mean? Right. And, and the underrepresentation, you know? And so I think that, and I don't remember much headlines as far as the cast speaking out about it. They may have, but I just know it was the, the trolls and the fans and the people that were speaking on the internet that made it a big deal. But these guys actually in the panels discussed like, hey, what are you talking about, right? Like this is, diversity is a real thing and it's been a real part of Star Trek especially, right? And it's right. been intentional. Uh, which leads to another quote um, from Goldsman as well. And he says, diversity is too simple a word. We're committed to complexity. The differences between cultures, between biology and preferences, these are the principles that Star Trek was based upon. The show's job and mission is to be inclusive. We're very, very purposeful about that. You will see as we move forward that it is by no means an accident. It's very intentional. Right. 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 So, um, well, when we look at the crew, if if you've if anyone has seen the um, the trailers or the previews, you definitely come away thinking, well, wow, you know, that's yeah. a that's a very diverse group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Uh, uh, there's definitely a representation of uh, Anglo-Saxon white men, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's also uh, a, a you know a black woman. Mm-hmm. She's a lead, mm-hmm. right? And Asian woman. Asian woman mm-hmm. who's a lead, mm-hmm. right? Um, LGBT yeah. uh, community is uh, yeah. represented there, uh, and so um, and then you have these other races um, that are off-planet yeah, races yeah, yeah. like Vulcan mm-hmm. and uh, you know scores of them that I wouldn't be able to go through the yeah. whole time we're here but it's so important just to kind of look at that and say okay well um where am i represented Mm -hmm. and do i need to be represented and i think that you know men and women you know that's that's another distinction right um you know that when we see those trailers to me that's it's exciting because human beings are complex Mm -hmm. you know we're not so straightforward um you know uh many years ago i was um 
and I hope my English friends will understand when yeah. I say this. You know, when I was in England, uh, there was a BBC special on why the British can't cook. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's, yes, have this conversation. Okay, right? <laughs> because everything is so, it's boiled. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's boiled or or fried or or yeah. something in between, yeah. but it's god awful yeah. because it's bland. You know. Shout out to my <laughs> Scottish friends. When I went to Scotland, I was like, "Yo, I love y'all and I appreciate these home cooked meals, but nothing, everything tastes like nothing." <laughs> I know. It's like I wouldn't notice if you switched out paper. <laughs> Absolutely right. Give me some paper with salt. Right, right, right. Is this is this cardboard construction paper? Styrofoam. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Baked styrofoam. I was telling somebody, I see why all these wars were fought over spices. Right? I, I see why the British right. been conquered everywhere. Yeah, they needed it, but they never learned how to use it. <laughs> they just got it. It was like, you know, we can sell this. Right, I need right. you to cook with it. So right. Please. That's why when you go to England, um, you have mainly... Indian restaurants <laughs> because they needed the spices, but they didn't know how to do anything right, with right, it. Right, right. Oh, man. We'll, we'll just bring the you know the uh, Indian guys along with us. Right, They'll right. teach us how to cook, right? <laughs> so it's just so funny. I think that uh, um, diversity as a strength, yeah. you know, because we're so complex, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. like I don't want to be bored with life. Just you know, looking at the sameness of yeah, life, yeah. you know, and I think too much is. Um, mm-hmm emphasized in our culture today psychologically well you know we all should look a certain way and act a certain way and you know um my one of my worst experiences was um going to um seoul korea when i was very young and and seeing that there was a mcdonald's i was horrified you know yeah and then the whole starbucks thing at the forbidden city in china yeah. it was you know it's wow. like it's like horrifying wow, you know it's I like know that. can i just get rid get, yeah. get away from these symbols of yeah. um you know, American symbols and imperialism type of thinking. But, you know, we need, we need diversity. We need variety. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yes. You know, I love variety yeah. and I love uh, what variety and different things, you know, spices, yeah, so to speak, yeah, can yeah, do yeah. for us. Right. Wow. Yo, that, that when, when you said variety, it just dawned upon me that somehow, because of if it's tribalism, if it's nationalism, if it's whateverism, people somehow we're we're being like tricked into believing mm-hmm. that variety is the problem. Right, right, right. We're tricked into believing that sameness is what we should be looking for. Right, and it reminds me of another regime that existed around World War Two, um, that was right. looking for that sameness that right. led to the deaths of millions of people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one people group as well as those that got that jumped into a war. Right, right. And so it's it's interesting to me, like how we are getting played and we continue to get played as human beings by whatever powers that be that exist that want us to have this sameness. Right, right, right. With, with the intentions, I'm not sure what the intentions are. I'm, I don't know if it's politics. I don't know if it's 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 money. If it's you know what I'm saying. If there's something that's to be gained from sameness, right, right. But we don't. There's nothing about our world that's the same. From plant life to animals to people to 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 I don't know archi- architecture. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, like, absolutely. What I mean? Like we have pyramids, and then we have the St. Louis uh, of the arch, and then we have you know what I mean? Like. That's what this world is about. It's about variety and it's about difference. Even in plant population, animal population, there's right. varieties and species, right? right? And if we keep buying into this idea of sameness, right, we will lose in life. 
right? And and if we don't seek for variety and understanding variety, and we'll get into that on the on the tail end of the show. But that that was that's a real thing that that word and that idea of variety. And whether it comes to customs, whether it comes to ways of being, mannerism, speak, speech, like right. the reason why bad words are considered bad in America's standpoint is because poor people use them, right? Or they right. were the king's yeah. English, yeah. right? And you yeah. go to different cultures and they cuss like sailors and they don't mind anything. But you come to prude Western Protestant America and you right. can't say different, you can't say this. You and can't say other. fuck. Right. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it, it hurt me even to try yeah, to say get it. it right? Get it out. Get it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like, you know what I mean? I, I, it, it's, it's, it's a... A crutch that we have to um, press past in America, and we got to do something about it because we just we're killing ourselves. Yeah, lack of variety, I I think, um, is a cause of um, depression yeah. and anxiety yeah. in people yeah. because yeah. we become so uh, uh, locked into comfort zones, mm-hmm. you know. So everything's the same, and yeah. I, I I you know you can go anywhere in America and pretty much see the same basic stores in every corner Mm. of whatever city like Mm. we live in a big city atlanta right but you know there's a walgreens in your neighborhood there's a walgreens in my neighborhood there's a target in your neighborhood there's a target you know like we why is it that we think that sameness is is good you know when in reality we need variety right i'm i'm you know i don't want to shop at the same places all the time right right you know especially i don't want to eat at the same places all the time right you know so you know variety is the spice of life you know but We've gotten locked into well, um, a, you know, certain groups of people, uh, particularly in the dominant culture, feeling as though uh, they're being, um, you know, pushed aside and yeah. things like that. Well, we were never really dominant. Right. You know, there are right. more Chinese in the world, more Indians in the world, yeah. you know, than any any group of people, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, Star Trek really does represent a psychological health. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a level of health in Star Trek yeah. that is represented in my book, you know, um, because of the variety, diversity there yeah. that they had. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's just it's just so simple. Like some days I want dark chocolate and some days I want sweet chocolate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, and exactly. it just go different with different things. Sometimes I have some wine with some some sweet stuff. Sometimes I have some wine with some bitter chocolate. It just depends right. on, you know what I mean? It's just so many levels in life where variety is the thing. Right. And somehow we believe that when it comes to TV shows and, I don't know, personal fulfillment, they all have to follow some same thing. Same, yeah, same thing. You know? that, that, I don't know, it's it's a weird it's a weird phenomenon. And, you know, I, I didn't hear, you don't hear people complaining about uh, shows like um, Game of Thrones. Right. Or, you know, things <laughs> like that. You know? Right, yeah, So yeah. I don't understand why anyone would complain about yeah. the, the the new Star Trek Discovery yeah. having that diversity yeah. on that, you know, uh, as as uh, represented in the this series, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, that, and that, well, you're not the only one that's confused. So <laughs> Goldman, <laughs> right. Goldsman, right. in another quote, he talks about um, the backlash and why it, it's confusing. So he says, uh, quote, it's confusing to me the degree of backlash that we got because if you love science fiction, then you love imagining yourself as someone other or something other. Mm-hmm. Star Trek is start. So listen to me when I'm saying Star Trek, it may sound like Trek. That's just my, my that's fine. My, you know, my California that's okay. accent. Yeah. Right. So I, I know it's Trek and I'm, <laughs> in my mind. It's, it's Trek and okay. yours too. So he says Star Trek is built around empathy uniquely when it comes to long-standing science fiction its primary grammar is that we see how we are the same and we accept each other's differences 
right? Yes. And so in that, yeah, there's a level of sameness. Yeah, we're all people. Right. Right? We all have the same goals. We want to live. We want to thrive. We want to survive. We want to eat good. We want to have (laughs) seasoning in the stuff we eat, right? And at the same time, accepting the fact that we have differences. Right. And I think that's where we go wrong oftentimes as, as humans, uh, we don't we we I don't know we we can't see that differences are good right um, and we can't understand that that is a good thing and then it leads to the trolling it leads to the 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 what do you call the keyboard warriors and the the Twitter gangsters and stuff like that to where people's insecurities maybe come out um, when they're being challenged to live in a di- diverse world or see diversity and to embrace it and to accept it. I just uh, it reminds me that people. Uh, get so afraid and you know you know we live in the world of um psychotherapy and psychology Mm -hmm. and and it's not a pretty picture when you have someone coming in and you know a guy's coming in and he's full of anxiety Mm -hmm. and he is full of fear and you know when you ask you know the deeper questions because human beings are so complex Mm -hmm. it's like we strive for control you know i think the whole um world domination maybe by you know in world war Two, you know was to strive for control and um and when people feel out of control they get anxious and they get nervous right and so there's a there's there is a sense that i want my world to be same or the same around me so that i'll feel safe right and i'll feel and 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 we really need to speak to that because the fact there are some fallacies Mm -hmm. in that um, the psychological fallacies there is that I can control everything yeah. and that everything needs to be the same in order for me to have control. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at it this way. Our minds, if we get into the control, understanding of control, we become very rigid mm-hmm. in our thinking, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Everything has to yeah. be in its place. Everything has to, I don't want any surprises. Don't surprise right. me, yeah. right? Um, and so I'm going to make everything look alike, be alike, you know, and I'm only going to hang out with people that are like me, yeah, yeah. right? And that's a rigid mindset. And this is going to be um, appropriate for uh, this time of year since we're going through hurricane season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, you know, I know that sadly, you know, the Caribbean islands got hit and the Puerto Rico got hit too. But I, I will tell you this, that oak trees don't grow on islands for a reason. Mm, yeah. Oak trees are real rigid. Yeah. They're really stiff. <laughs> Those are the ones ruining my vacation time when I can't leave Atlanta. Right. Yeah. All the trees are falling They're falling down, down right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a picture of mental health when we think that everything has to be a certain way and, and the same. And what we forget is that uh, if we get too rigid in our thinking, we, we, we shut down possibilities. We shut down opportunities. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking to men who are listening to this podcast about, you know, your mental health, number one. And then, of course, you you living a successful, happy life. Right. Yeah. And so oak trees don't grow on islands. And if you're going to be really um, rigid about your thinking and everyone has to be the same and you're only going to hang out with the same kind of people. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, eventually you'll have a nervous breakdown. Mm-hmm. Eventually you'll get depressed eventually because the world is evolving and changing as we you know as we speak um but palm trees do well on islands and the reason why palm trees do well on islands is because they bend with the wind Mm -hmm. they're flexible Mm 
And, you know, that's a picture of mental health, okay, is the flexibility in our thinking, right? And to me, that's what Star Trek represents, the the strength of diversity, Um, having different opinions, having different ideas. Um, And, you know, again, this is uh, appropriate for our culture today. You know, we're getting so rigid on both sides, that we're we're gonna strangle America and yeah. it's gonna die. Yeah. Um, you know, it, emotionally, this is the, all this shadow work. Well, Star Trek's coming at a perfect time to say, no, we need each other. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we need to be able to see all sides. We need to be able to understand people. Um, we don't have to tolerate bad behavior, and we don't tolerate people who threaten us or or hurt us, but. We, we, we need to tolerate difference yeah. so that we can be stronger. Mm-hmm. We can be healthier, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and it, the, the problem is that people like to warp things and tolerance becomes intolerance in the sense of, oh, if tolerance means that I have to now become subjugated to being lesser than, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? The whole social justice worker or warrior mentality or, you know, the, 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 the slander that gets thrown at diversity and, and social justice and being right and having tolerance. It's like, man, it's like, it's not about you becoming less of who you are, but it's becoming less of an asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like that, Absolutely. That's what the bottom you know, line is. Less rigid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you're right. And, you know, so I think that uh, on both sides, this is why America is getting so split. And then, of course, we all feel it at home and we get stressed about it on, you know, driving uh, on the highway and, you know, people just, you know, being mean to one another. We need to stop the meanness. And, you know, um, we don't. It doesn't make us better people to be an asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. And we'll jump into our. our, um five ways to develop strength and success um, through diversity. But it's something I told somebody the other day that's very interesting to me, um, that when people come together uh, for a common goal, a common good, say a soccer match or basketball game or something like that, everything's all good until some kind of disagreement happens, mm-hmm. right? Um, or you're having a conversation about the top five boxers of all time. Somebody's going to say Muhammad Ali. Somebody's going to say Rocky Marciano, right? And then... The moment that d- disagreement happens, then that's when you're a nigger, mm. you're a honky, wow. you're this, you're that. Because people don't know how to deal with conflict without it becoming some racial thing or something that they were that they can grasp on to make you feel bad about something, right? right and I right. think that's what happens when you don't deal with diversity, when you don't deal with tolerance, when you don't know how to um, live in a world where people are different. When disagreement happens, you can see the ugliness and the nastiness yeah, come out. And absolutely. it's almost immediately. Right. And it's something that you see in little children because they learn it from adults. Right. right? Absolutely. And then it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's to me like it's, I, I've just been, I've seen it happen time and time again. And it's so funny when conflict happens with people, it don't matter. They could be having the best time ever and everything's going great. And Atlanta United just won and the Falcons are in the super blah, 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 blah. But let a disagreement count. It could be as simple as something as give me your top five athletes. So you're, t- you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it just becomes. It just becomes so nasty. Does that make sense to you? you know, oh, yeah. You follow me yeah, because I think men in general, we get threatened by disagreement. Yeah. You know, yeah. as if you're right, I'm wrong. Yeah. And why can't we both be right in a different right, way? Right, you know? right. Like, yeah. um, why is it that if you're right, I have to be wrong? Right. And right. I think uh, that that gets into serious uh, insecurity, mm-hmm. deep 
psychological insecurity, fear. I I can't tolerate being wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so when you're right, I'm going to be automatically wrong. Yeah. In reality, you know, um, life is so complex that you know one answer, one right answer might be a wrong answer next time. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not that because you're right, I'm wrong. You know, you may have a different perspective and I have, I, I, I need to respect your perspective and understand your perspective. Yeah. That way I learn and I grow. And this is mental health. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, I want to be able to get your perspective. Mm-hmm. And I, and in some ways I want to know that, um, when I'm wrong, yeah. Yeah. so to speak, Absolutely. you know, if yeah. maybe I, I don't, and I hate the term actually, um, uh, maybe it's not about being wrong. Maybe I just don't understand the full picture. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I need to understand the full picture if I'm I'm going to be successful in life and and have the relationships yeah. that I want or or do things. Yeah. I need to be able to see from your point of view. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so funny, man. I I, I was I, I'm gonna leave it alone, but I was just having all the times in my mind where somebody's cut me off in traffic or somebody's done something non-driving Asian because it just right. It just <laughs> right. the person just happened to be Asian, right? right? So then the stereotype of a non-driving Asian comes to mind, and then that justifies my anger at that person because see. They can't drive anyway, and they're Asian. You know, man. That's the reason. You know what I mean? And right. So I'm saying that lightly, but I'm. But it's really sad and the vitriol that comes out of people when the idea is that you can attach something of you're a different right. right to your hate or to your right. anger. Man, the person just didn't see you, right? Right. You right. know what I mean? That there's a very good potential that that's the case, right? You or they know? could be a bad driver, but they didn't mean it personally towards <laughs> right, you. Right, like right, they right, didn't. Right. They didn't get up this morning, get their clothes on, and say, "I'm gonna go look for John right. on the highway right, so right. I can cut him off." Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. why is it that we have to take everything so personally? Yeah. And, right. Yeah. 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 And it's it's just it sounds and it's just diversity or or race or ethnicity or or uh, even gender just becomes a default way to just sling mud and it's a it's a problem right you know what i mean it's crazy you know one of the definitions we when we talk about um uh what it means to be a man initiated is you know the development of wisdom yeah and wisdom really is in having uh the big fuller picture of life and you know i can't I, i i could never get to where I'm at today uh, in my life if I didn't experience other people mm-hmm. um, from other cultures and other points of view yeah. and really just want to listen yeah. and take it all in, you know, soak it all up. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's important for men to nurture their own level of wisdom through understanding uh, how life is through other yeah. people's yeah. eyes, yeah. 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 you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that that's just one, one of those aspects of the, you know, that to me, Star Trek has always represented mm-hmm is that we get to see through a, a multitude of eyes, yeah, you know, yeah. and we get to understand, you know, um, what people go through and their sufferings and, and their, their successes, and yeah. we learn from all of that. Yeah, and that's what's going to, I think, is going to be great about this new series is that from what we've been told and what we've read and watched is that it's going to be different than maybe like a, a, a Enterprise where it's Captain Kirk and his adventures, right? Right. This one's going to have more background and more information about the other characters that are on the show um, from what we, from from what I'm understanding. Yes, yes. And so then that'll give us that diversity and it'll give us hopefully insight onto these th- different people groups and even the different uh, alien races that are represented so that we... So it, I guess the... I'm hoping the intentionality is that it's to build that empathy. It's the, to 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 see into someone else's lives and their upbringing and their background and to understand who they are and why they are the way they are. 
Um, and I think that's a perfect lead into the idea of what we have for you guys that are, if you're still with us, hopefully you're still there. Um, five ways to develop strength and, su- and to succeed through diversity. Right. Um, and these are just, you know, five things we came up with, um, not to overwhelm you because we could come up with lists for days. Um, <laughs> yeah. But just a simple approach into understanding, man, like diversity is not an attack on you. Diversity no. is not a way to make you less than, right? This isn't the the feminizing of men, right? This isn't right. No. become more like a woman in order to be a man, right? right. No. Um, it's it's the idea that, hey, we want people to understand that it's okay to engage, mm-hmm. to go boldly before where your grandfather has never gone. Gone right? before, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right? <laughs> to, to engage with culture, to engage with people, to mix things up a little bit, to have to you know variety and spice of life to to make your life better right not to make you more sympathetic or to make you weak or to minimize your position and role in life and in your business and in the country but more so to help you understand people yes and to be a better person absolutely these are these are mental health um tips uh because we i really want men to go out there and experience the fullness of life and Mm -hmm get out of this sort of rigid thinking so that we can get out of our anxiety and depression, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So the first first point, right, we have here for guys is to really practice and get out of, uh, get out of our comfort zones, you know? Um, uh, I've met people who haven't left their towns. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. You know, if, you, if we travel and we go through, um, you know, different little towns mm-hmm. you know they they don't go too far away they don't right. you know and you know they only get three channels coming in because <laughs> you know they're between two mountains yeah. and and of course you know then whatever propaganda is being yeah. um, focused at them that's all they get and mm-hmm. then they think the world is that way yeah. right yeah. so we really do need to practice getting out of our comfort zones if we want to deal with social anxiety as men um the best thing i tell guys to do is get out there and just meet lots of people yeah. Right. Um, You know, stretch your stretch your territory, um, stretch your psychological territory. Right. Uh, Expand it a bit. And and the more experiences we have outside of our comfort zones, the the more confidence we'll build. You know, we have to work through it. But but, you know, we will build confidence that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 sad to me when I've had the luxury of uh, visiting, you know, a couple continents and, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple Mm -hmm. countries. um, and having the experience of, of being with indigenous people or people that were different or be, meeting Scottish people with wonderful tasting whiskey but or scotch, I should say, and ter- <laughs> terrible tasting food. You yeah, know, like, so oh, right. I see you like flavors in your alcohol. Okay, not in your food. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Like that's where the, all the spices went. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's exactly where all the spices <laughs> went. Um, I met, a, and it's so funny, I, uh, for, you know, come back to Atlanta. I'm at this little taco stand that I go to in East Point, and this old white guy comes up to me. Well, he's talking to the people in front, like, bro, can I just get my tacos, man? You, you're talking to everybody. You're holding up the line. Can I get my tacos? So then I order my tacos, and I'm like, oh, please don't talk to me. And, of course, he starts up a conversation with me. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And this is older white dude. And he says, you know what, man? I found that in life it's very hard to be racist when you travel. When you mm. see the world and you experience cultures and experience people, man, I'm I'm a white dude, but I grew up in Southeast Asia, been here, done this, da 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 da, and I was like, man, it dawned on me, like, yo, like he has perspective because right. he's experienced things, yes, right? Absolutely. Here I'm thinking it's just this old white dude that just want to be cool and had these conversation with these uh, black and Latino workers at this taco stand, but he, no, nah, he's just like. I just enjoy people and right. I enjoy having conversations yeah. with people, and I've developed a taste for that. 
via where I've been and what I've seen. Um, and it's it's I notice that very people that I meet that have very limited experience with people don't get out much, never leave their porch, are very rigid in their thinking. Yep. And they think it's a strength, but it's really a weakness. Yes. Right. You being dogmatic about things or dogmatic about things or assuming or blaming or pointing the finger at people because you perceive that they're the ones making your life difficult or hard for you only comes from when you don't leave your own living room right when you just go to work and come home you don't leave your own porch you know know, um i think the first time i left the country many many years ago it just hit me that you know there's other ways to live life yeah yeah. and they're good ways too they're they're beautiful ways to live life and when i had that realization then it made me want to travel more Mm -hmm. and 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 to be around people that weren't didn't look just like me or didn't come from my background, you know, that they, they were different. And, you know, sounds like through your story, uh, you know, this guy probably had a, had a higher level of mental health than yeah. most yes. Yes. his age, yeah. you know, and yeah. from his background. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's the seriousness of this because, you know, this is all about psychology and how we think. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So getting out outside of our comfort zone and really, I think it leads to our intent. Uh, number two is yeah. to be intentional about having diversity in your in your own life, yeah. right? As we talked about earlier, it's variety, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want that? Okay, yes, and yes. it's like <laughs> I, you know, if 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 a certain segment of the population in this country who just wants sameness, mm-hmm. you know, had their way, yeah. you, you, you can go to the grocery store and have <laughs> one thing, one head of lettuce, right there, <laughs> one tomato, right? right? And, right. and everything would be one, yeah. you know, and no, but thank goodness we have variety. I mean, yes. we sometimes we're spoiled with variety yeah. as far as what we can do or eat, yeah. but, but, um, or date or date. Or, okay. Never mind. No, okay. Never mind <laughs> about that. Right. But, but you know, the, the point is, is, um, we're enriched, yeah. we're strengthened mm-hmm. uh, when we're intentional about yeah. having variety, yeah. you know, yeah. difference and diversity. I know that in our profession, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about different perspectives and sometimes when we're working with an individual, mm-hmm. um, it may be important to consult with our mm-hmm. um, colleagues, obviously, yeah. um, under HIPAA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. Right, right. Okay. But, you know, why? Because maybe we're stuck on something from our own mm-hmm, backgrounds mm-hmm. that we're not a, quite seeing. Yeah. And so what do we do? We, it, you know, so if I have a, a, a black young man who's coming to see me and I'm a white old guy, yeah. I, I probably need to hear from you, John. You know, like, you know, it might help. Right. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, what's going on here? Yeah. What what's the perspective? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I know that it helps me to be a better person, but also a better therapist. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because even with that, even coming to ask me, I'm like, well, I got to get some more information about this background because right. we're diverse too. That's right? it. And That's... I'm just now coming to realize that at 37 years old that, and we've talked about it on previous podcasts, that I didn't have to be Theo Huxtable or Tupac. I could have just been me. Right. right? All enjoy, along. Right. All along. <laughs> right. And enjoy right. the things I enjoy and develop the things I develop and have a taste for the stuff I have a taste for. So it's like, man, even understanding like, hey. I can say, speaking from my background and my, you know what I'm saying, what right. I experienced, but also maybe assuming some things based on what you tell me, maybe this is what's going on. But that's the benefit of it. That's the benefit of consultation, which is our third thing, right? right. Making sure that we consult with others yes. that are outside of you, 
right, that are outside of your experiences and your environment and, and have something else going on in life so that you can be good for others, right, so that you can be a good therapist, so that you can be a good banker, so that you can be a good teacher, so that you can be a good principal, so that you can be a good bus driver and understand that every time these black kids from the from whatever neighborhood get on your bus, they so loud. They just loud because they like to have fun in there. You know what right, I'm saying? It's not that, fun, qu- yeah. that quiet on the bus is right, right, unless you say be quiet on my bus or whatever, right? right? But you're just annoyed because people are, are having a good time and talking on the back of your bus, so now you gonna make it a big deal you know right. you follow me on that? right actually, yeah. actually that makes a good point that cultural differences may look like they're racial differences mm-hmm. but they're cultural it's differences okay. yeah. and you know we all need that to understand other people's cultures mm-hmm. you know it's it's a fallacy to think that that white is homogeneous right right yeah. i mean Italians weren't the same as the French, Come as on. the Germans, uh, as the Swedes, right. right? I mean, and the English. Yeah. You know, there's difference there. And, you know, the European Union, um, to me, having experienced it, has a better understanding of what it means to be diverse, <laughs> right? And the and the strength of diversity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a science buff, as you might guess. Really? Okay, really, huh. right? And so I, I love following, and I, I watch a lot of uh, science uh reports and and news and videos on cern right mm. where they have this um uh particle collider and they're really trying to f- figure out you know the basic elements of the universe and what we're all made of and things like that and um when you look at that the the teams of scientists i think there's like over 10,000 mm. um scientists who work on uh at cern and through cern plus um uh, 150 nationalities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's diversity. Yeah. And that's yeah. the strength of diversity yeah. because we're really breaking through and finding some major breakthroughs in, yeah. in particle physics and understanding how the world, how we're actually made. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's exciting, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's done with people from who have different languages and yeah. different ways of looking at things, yeah. you know. And so if I'm just a, a normal guy, like going to work, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to, uh, really succeed you know it's it, it really is important to um uh consult yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah, ask yeah. ask people how do you see this yeah. um what's your perspective on mm-hmm. it because that's takeaway stuff that mm-hmm. take that i i get takeaways and you know you and i talk and we get takeaways you know mm-hmm. and then we take that and we add it to our knowledge base and that makes us more successful happier individuals mm-hmm. right yeah and it, it lends to greater understanding i understand you and why you do what you do, because I know you and I spend time with you. Right. 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 If, if every time you do something that drives me crazy, I just assume. Right. Right. Or I just guess why you doing and saying the things you're doing. People may not have an idea that they're doing something offensive or doing something that that strikes you as odd or whatever the case may be. And also on the other end, if you're managing people or if you're a supervisor or even if you just, you know, share office space with somebody and they do certain things and you lump into stereotyping or just they're all like this or whatever and you don't understand that person's story or where they're coming from from things it diminishes your ability to have a quality relationship right and that's what this i think that's this whole point of the diversity that's this whole point of star trek that's the whole point of just being able to understand that there's a global world that we live in and without that ability to consult and to understand why somebody potentially is saying or doing what they do you're going to miss it Yes, absolutely. I think the strength of Star Trek uh, for me in the original series was the the contrast between Dr. McCoy and Spock, Mm. right? And, you know, in the world of psychology, Uh um, Dr. McCoy was the amygdala, Mm -hmm. okay, the emotional center (laughs) of the the brain, and and Spock was the 
prefrontal cortex, yeah. you know, the logic. Yeah. And, you know, but if you split your brain mm -hmm. and you're always emotional, right. you won't get through anything. You'll, Nothing. you know, um, and if you're always logical, you won't have any relationships. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and I, I got guys that I, uh, you know, I talk to and it's funny because if they're, they're in the logic part of their brain, mm -hmm. um, they're not connecting with intimacy and, right. you know, and if they're in the emotional part of their brain, uh, usually the emotion overrides them and they're not able, you know, they struggle with maybe uh, decision making mm -hmm. or conflict, you yeah. know. So, so you know, but when we were able to watch the original uh, series and, you know, and I believe that's also applies to this new one mm -hmm. that we're going to be able to see so, so many different points of view and that just helps us to yeah. be more successful, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, and, I, and I'm hoping that, well, I mean, it's been shown in other things, but our fourth kind of point is unpack your junk, right? Mm -hmm. There's junk in your trunk, and that's a different. I ain't talking about what's, yeah. what you're sitting on, right? Uh, but you know, we we have to come to a point in time where we're honest about where we are. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying everybody's races or this or that other thing. It's just hey, you are unsure of things. You're nervous. You're scared. You get on the elevator and you 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 check for your wallet and you you step to the side and you you know cross the street because of the unfamiliarity that comes with certain things. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, when if there's a matter of safety, yeah, cross the street, do what you got to do. But when it comes to just everyday heart palpitations, right. when it comes to just being nervous, when it just comes to being disheveled when you see somebody that doesn't look like you or being thrown off because, you know, just certain things that happen, you have to realize there's something going on inside of you. Right. And there could be a potential that what's going on inside of you is wrong or broken or problematic. And if we don't sit, take the time to deal with the reality of everybody wants to be, I'm colorblind and I'm da da da. Man, colorblind is the worst thing you can be because diversity exists for a reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? People we need look, variety, we, guys. Right, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I hate that colorblind idea because it, it lends to some other, something else, another conversation for another day. Right. But the idea is like we have to get into, to, to, to know what ourselves, to deal with the things um, and, and understand that maybe our perspective or our way of doing things or how we do things isn't the only way, yeah. isn't the right way. Right. We're talking about a pre-show like, yo, if I, if I come into a restaurant, an Ethiopian restaurant, and I look around and everybody's eating with their hands, I'm like, oh, look at these filthy animals. They don't know how to use a knife and fork. They're unlearned and uneducated. It's like, no. They have a way of taking injera bread, right. putting that in their hand, scooping up their food with the injera bread, and it tastes much better yes. than just using your fingers. Yes. I mean, using a knife and fork when you can add your bread to it while right. you're eating the certain things that are happening, right? Right. But if you come into it with it that the way they do it is wrong and it's off and it's stupid, hey, you need to check and understand there may be something inside of you that may be off and wrong and stupid. Absolutely. You know? we. There are two psychological um, constructs called... Um, uh, Transference and counter-transference. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, transference is what we take an old uh, relationship from the past and we um, transfer it to a current relationship. And we're feeling the same negative feelings that we had in the past onto the present one. Um, and so a lot of times that gets in the way. Yeah. And then our counter-transference is often what we want, how we want to respond to a person who's maybe having transference onto us, yeah, right? Yeah. And in reality you know if if we keep that unconscious and we don't really deal with it then we're going to want everybody to be sort of safe in our own little world mm -hmm. so you're going to have to live up to my expectations do it my way in order for me to feel safe and this is the way it should be done mm -hmm. i i've traveled and i've seen people um it's called the ugly american syndrome mm -hmm. where the ugly american goes to let's say thailand right yeah. and says why don't you have air conditioning? That's, you know, right. in America, we have a, uh, air conditioning, yeah, you yeah, know, or yeah. 
why don't you do it this way? We do it in America this mm-hmm. way. And mm-hmm. it's always thinking that um, it has to be done a certain way because that's the right way. Right, Again, right. it's this right, wrong kind of mm-hmm. conflict stuff. Not that it's all good or it all can work or I just need to make adjustments. Right, yeah. right, absolutely. So in, in this whole idea of unpacking our junk, we need to know what's on, uh, inside of us and how we're reacting and be honest about our reaction. Maybe I'm overreacting or maybe I shouldn't react or maybe I need to find out mm-hmm. like what other people think. So, you know, because maybe this reaction that I'm having is, is based on a lie or it's not a full picture of the Mm -hmm, truth. mm -hmm. Right. I think that's the key word. It's not a full picture of the truth. Right. And without being intentional about building up that full picture, you're going to be, you're going to come up short. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's just problematic. I I think that we don't want to look in the mirror and face the issues or even acknowledge that they're there or even be honest or truthful about these things um, because we all want to be, you know, seen in a certain light or have a certain image. And I think that's what's so great about people that are, you know, the alt this, the alt that, the this, the that, you know what I'm saying? Because they speak their truth and then you can deal with that mm-hmm. as opposed to the people mm-hmm. that you never know what's going on or you don't know how they're thinking or whatever. And it's just like, I don't really know how to read you or how to deal with. But if somebody's blatantly just saying blah, 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 like, OK, I got that. You know what I yeah. mean? And, and that's not good but at least they're coming from a place of their perceived honesty of what they actually think is going on you know i i I agree i think that this is the you know working through the shadow you know in america and our culture um i'd rather have them come out and say it so i know what they think (laughs) right yeah um and truth be told i try to understand their people's individuals fears Mm -hmm. you know why are they afraid Mm -hmm. where's this fear coming from um you know, and, and, you know, most people, we all have pain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we act and behave out of pain, yeah. right? So there is a segment of the population, I think, that's been fed a lot of fear. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatever we take in comes out in our lives, right? I believe that and, and I have always taught that in many years. You know, if I put garbage in, garbage is going to come out of my life. Yeah. But it also, if I just put in this sort of ideology that, that you know, um, I got to be afraid yeah. of everyone yeah. because they're different from me, mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, that creates a lot of neurotic yeah. people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so um, the last point here is mm-hmm. that, you know, diversity uh, is about, um, openness and it mm-hmm. de- actually it's it develops psychological health yeah, yeah. right yeah so that i don't have to be afraid of everyone mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i need to you know um, develop more adaptability in my thinking yes and in my behavior yes. and my experiences and that makes me more more resilient mm-hmm. okay yeah. so flexibility um, in my thinking and leads me to being able to adapt and mm-hmm. i really need to adapt and then of course I'm going to be more resilient be- mm-hmm. more than others because I have that flexibility. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm I'm thinking about a certain someone's father, uh maybe my wife's, maybe not, maybe my own father. But they don't experiment much with food, right? And I know mm-hmm. we've been talking about a lot of food and whiskey and scotch, but imagine how disappointing your taste buds how disappointed your taste buds will be at some old age when you find out, oh my gosh, this XYZ food is so good, but all these years I didn't have it yes. because it looked a certain way right. or it smelled a certain way right. or or it's not a hamburger and fries. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 my, I have been so happy 
to go to, up to Buford Highway and just go yes. from restaurant to oh, restaurant yes. to restaurant. Vietnamese, Korean, Mexican, right. this and that, da 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 da. Pho, tofu palace, you know, whatever yeah. the case may be, uh, or pho, pho just depends on, I guess, how you want to say it. Um, but it's it's pho, right? Or do you say pho? Pho. It's pho. It's P H O means P H A. I don't know, but you know, it's just, it's it's it's. it's where are you from? <laughs> okay. there, right? That's what I'm saying. So that's and I diversity, right? Even right. if I would describe things, right? But the idea is that, man, I would be so sad to be an old man and then finally hit these tastes in my mouth. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And so diversity is like you're saying, man, adaptability, resilience, psychological health. It's just so many benefits that are there. Not only to your taste buds when you can deal with diversity, right. but also to your mental health. And that's the biggest piece. That's what we're here for. This is what we do. Helping people and helping you guys listen, understand that, man, you are killing yourself. You are literally taking years off your life, living with the anxiety, with the pressure, with the stress, right. with the psychological Absolutely. dysfunction that comes with not wanting to participate in diversity. Yes. Not wanting to invite the other. Right. Not wanting to... Um, I was going to say sleep with the enemy, but that's not really right <laughs> what I want to use. That's another movie for another time. Yeah. Uh, but just, you know, just one of those things where it's just, man, you can't, you, you, you just, I don't know. It's just, you just become decrepit and, and stagnant and, yeah. and, and, and just ugh. outdated. Let's right. put it that way. Yeah. Just outdated. You're going to be behind if you don't really get into the understanding that diversity really is a strength. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a real good strength. Yeah, and and I and what what I see is the the guys like some of uh, some family members that I may have. They're just old, and it's just like the idea that these people or these others or this whatever is coming to personally take something from me. Right. Like the fear of one day somebody's going to walk in your house that is diverse, di- diversely different. I don't know if that's the word. That's, <laughs> that's something different from you and just take all your stuff. Right. Or just take all your children or just take right. all your women or just take all your money or just take all your jobs. And it's just like, that's not what this is about at all. Well, and that's paranoia. Yeah. So, you know, um, if you don't want to deal with medication, <laughs> kind of gets get flexible in your thinking, yeah, right? So yeah. I, that's the way I see it, you yeah. know? So I have homework for everyone who's mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, I can't help that we all have to probably have to pay money to CBS <laughs> at least. But you guys know the game. I mm-hmm. guess it is with um, HBO. You know, you get the free month yeah, trial, yeah, then yeah. you watch uh, yeah. a binge, binge watch uh, yeah. Game of Thrones, yeah. and then you cancel. Right, you right. Know, so. <laughs> so here's your homework if you can do it. Um, I think we all should watch um, this uh, new Star Trek Discovery, mm-hmm. and we should look for the strengths that come from diversity yeah. look for the strengths that that come from variety mm-hmm. and try to mirror and 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 practice those things in our lives yeah. you know um having that perspective mm-hmm. i think that's what's going to happen for me i know mm-hmm. that i'm going to watch this and want to see yep. how different people from different yep. backgrounds um come together in complex situations and overcome and mm-hmm. succeed yeah i think that's um one one homework yeah assignment that i can give everyone yeah and and following up with that life goal life goal should be your your crew should look like the bridge of the enterprise yes yes right? absolutely it, you should you should have that Ooh, in that life. gives me goosebumps because yeah. you know i think about my life and how diverse yeah. it is and i love it yeah. you know it's cool you yeah. know um it, yeah it really is cool yeah, that's how, <laughs> and, it's, and you have to be intentional because when i moved to georgia from california I feel like, man, I didn't move back to 1968. It's all black, white. Right. It's, it's, I don't right. I'm just looking for the signs. Whites only found, you know what I'm saying? It has that right. vibe sometimes, right. right? But I'm like, I need this in my life. So I've intentionally sought out 
a bridge life experience, man. Right. I, I want I want my friends to be different. I want them to be, you know, to be as as rainbow, you know, coalition right. as it can be. You right. know what I'm saying? And I I don't mean rainbow coalition like just a bunch of gay friends. Like I don't want people <laughs> right. confuse rainbow coalition, rainbow as in representation of colors of yes. differences yes. of things. And yes. I, you know, I sprinkle some gay friends in there yeah. too every now and again. You know, we all we have a good time. But the idea is just like, hey, you. You you you're not living your life to your fullest if you if you're not living in diversity. Right. If if your if your your friendships don't look like the bridge, if you don't have an Uhura, if you don't have a a Scotty, if you or don't a Sulu or, or a Sulu or you know what I'm saying, right. whatever. Yeah. Like you, you you're not living your best life. Absolutely. Um, and and guys, we promise you, your life will be much better the moment you start engaging with with culture, with diversity, with differences, eating different foods, you know, right. I, I can't convince my dad to not drink anything but Budweiser. And I just want to tell him, dad, like, I know craft oh beer is Oh my a, God, he's <laughs> missing out on so much. I mean, you oh. know what I'm saying? It's just, it's so much out there, but he, right. just, he just won't do it, man. Right. You know what I mean? So this buzz for my dad, I guess. But, <laughs> you know, but it's just, it's just one of those things, man. Like if, if we, if we don't experience it, if we don't dive into it, if we don't live in uh, a, a, a diverse world, we're, we're missing out. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose we should wrap this up. It's yeah. gone over an hour. Yeah, and got excited. Guys, uh, thanks for hanging in there with us. Yeah. Um, this is exciting, this new Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Watch it, yeah. learn from it. Let's grow. Let's grow. All right, let's watch, learn, and grow. I like yes, that. Yes, yes. All right, cool. And get your crew right. <laughs> yes, right. get your crew right. That's yep. it. All right, well, appreciate y'all for listening. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And this has been another wonderful episode of, of Myths and Men. Thank you for listening to a Myths and Men podcast. If you or someone you know may be in need of therapeutic or counseling services or even life coaching, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our contact phone number is 770-674-0553. You can also reach us via email at contact at ofmythsandmen.com. That's contact at O-F-M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N.com. Our web address is of ofmythsandmen.com, and again, that's spelled O-F-M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N.com. Thank you for listening.